Hello, hello. Okay, there we are. Hi, everyone. All right, let's see. Welcome to Thursday Thyroid Talks, hosted by yours truly, Sarah Lohman. I'm here to provide you with real life experiences from thyroid warriors, just like yourself, who have been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, Graves, or Hashimoto's thyroiditis. This series is my way of giving back to the thyroid community in order to help combat the loneliness and isolation that so many of you are feeling from your health struggles. I'll be providing that by interviewing women weekly from my thyroid community who volunteer to share their thyroid journey and what they have and have what they have and are currently experiencing with their thyroid condition. Today's warrior was so moved by the other series she saw previously to this one that she excitedly volunteered to share her story next. Please welcome Miriam. Here she comes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, I don't have my video on. I'm sorry. Hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. Hey, nice to meet you, kind of, right? <laughs> I know. I know. Hi, I'm Coach Sarah Joy. Did I say your name right? I said Miriam. Yes, that's correct. Oh, I love that name. It's very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm feeling great. I just came back from my workout and oh, I'm a little sweaty, but <laughs> no, that's good. We like working out. We like sweat. That's good. Get those toxins <laughs> out, girl. Yes. <laughs> so welcome to Thursday Thyroid Talks. I'm, I was so blown away by your message that I just have been like so extra excited for this episode with you because of your enthusiasm to come on. And so would you just share for a second, what, um, what you experienced, like what you watched that was so moving? Um, so uh, when I watched your, I watched it on YouTube. Um, and I, I saw the, the first, uh, uh, episode that you had there and it was just like, just remembering everything that I had gone through with the symptoms you know, the, the depression that you get, uh, just the, the feeling that you have to advocate for yourself with mm -hmm. the doctors, um, things that I had forgotten that, oh yeah, my skin was dry. Oh yeah, I did lose some hair, but uh, you know, it's just yeah. feels so far away now. <laughs> that is amazing. But, I can't wait to hear your story. Yeah, I know it is. It's, it is so empowering. And that is why I really felt called to do this because I've learned through my, my experiences that we bond and we help each other through sharing our stories. It's yeah. that simple, but it really is true, you know? And like, I realized that 
looking, I can read people's posts all day long, but there's something about this connect connection that I just, I feel is more powerful. So thank you so much. So I am intrigued how you say everything's behind you and how it used to be that way. So why don't you start at the beginning and share with us, you know, what happened? How did it start? Sure. I think first I should say that please don't do what I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's, it worked out for me, but my doctor did say, you know, I shouldn't have done what I did. <laughs> oh, really? So, oh, no, I'm even so, more intrigued. Yeah. So that's why, I, you know, I have to, you know, preface this with, okay, got please it. consult a doctor and don't follow. <laughs> okay. Um, there's, there's so okay. Yes. So I, I, I had a baby and I had the normal like fatigue that you get after you have a baby. I was breastfeeding, you know, waking up every two or three hours. And um, obviously the fatigue is normal, but it kept going and going. And it was like mm -hmm. two years into it. And I was still very tired. And now I got more sleep, but the tiredness wasn't going away. And now I had like severe constipation and mm -hmm. And my weight gain was like excessive. And, you know, I, I went to the doctor and I told her all this. She said, it's normal. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're, you know, you have a baby. It's normal to feel this way. Mm -hmm. Exercise more. You know, you'll have energy. So I, tr I try to do it, but it's like a vicious, vicious circle, right? Mm -hmm. You're too tired to go exercise, mm -hmm. you know, so then that, still makes you even more tired so it's like a whole thing so she um, basically was just saying like you put some weight on in your pregnancy so of course you're a little slower and a little more mm -hmm. tired was yeah that? okay yeah so um finally she agreed to uh, do extra tests and she um tested my thyroid and that's so when when you said finally did that mean you had to go back a couple more times and like really kind of get on her and be like no this isn't normal yes Yes, I went a couple of times telling her it's not it's not changing. I'm you know, I've tried my best to exercise, but you know, and then I was also getting really depressed, you know, the depression was was out there and um, you know, I told her all my symptoms, which were like the very dry skin, the constipation, the depression, I had a lot of bloating, um, everything hurt, I was just tired, exhausted, everything was hard to do. I would fall asleep at work. Hope my, my boss is not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boss. Got a medical problem. <laughs> so, you know, I she she tested my thyroid and and she noticed that my TSH was normal, but she tested the free T3 and and she noticed that they were overworking so for my TSH, well I can say that word, mm -hmm. to be normal. So they were they were working too hard. So she sent me to an endocrinologist and she just put me on a very low dose of um, the level what is it called? Levothyroxine. Yeah. Yeah. She pulled me up at the, the most smallest dose. So maybe um, like 30 milligrams. I think it was, I think it was 25. Okay. Was, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, give it a, give it a try. Give it three months. We did that. I took it. I still feel, felt the same. Nothing changed. Went back, did the lab work. Now my TSH was high. Mm. When it was, before it was within range. Now it's high. Which and is then, crazy on such a small dose. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now, okay, you need you need more. Here's more medication. And that kept going for a year and a oh, half. I get it. Okay. Of it, like, oh, it's not working right. Here's more meds. Here's more meds. Here's mm -hmm. more meds. Mm -hmm. And year and a half into um, having this medication, I started getting worse, worse constipation. Now my stomach was in pain. I had this horrible pain on my right side. I couldn't sleep. I was getting numb. It was, and then I was throwing up randomly. Now, I don't know if whether or not things were related, but that's how I felt. And it, I was in the emergency room a couple of times. They did all kinds of tests. Everything was normal. It, I had high um, cholesterol, but otherwise I was a very, I was a very um, healthy person, they said. Uh, they couldn't find anything wrong with me. Finally, they agreed to do a colonoscopy because I told them the pain was so much and intense that I, I needed them to find out what's wrong with me. Mm. They did a colonoscopy. Again, I was a healthy okay. person. <laughs> but to do a colonoscopy, you need to do, you know, the fasting. Yeah. You need a fast for like, I think it's like three days or two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When and I did did the, you have to drink the stuff to get cleaned I had out? To drink the, I had to drink the stuff. Yeah. It was really interesting. As soon as I did my fast, the pain went away. The pain was completely gone. And as soon as they told me nothing's wrong with me, I decided that day, and this is the part where people shouldn't follow what I did, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that I wasn't going to take my meds anymore. Because at this point, I was not only on my thyroid medication, I was on depression medication. I was taking gas pills for for if I have gas because that's what they thought the pain was yeah. from I was taking a metaphor metamorphin for the metformin insulin, mm -hmm, uh -huh. for insulin resistance I was taking an acid acid reflex pill and I had to take claritin daily so that's six pills a day wow <laughs> that within that year and a half period I had to like take every day every day wow. and I just felt like I was like hurting myself with all these meds one thing triggered another and it just kept going and now I needed another pill you know so that day I just decided I'm gonna stop I'm I, I you know I started researching about what can help the thyroid naturally and a, a lot of the things I read was um, gluten gluten really does kind of harm your your thyroid and and I decided to go gluten free mm -hmm. you know and that completely changed everything i so gonna, question <laughs> when you stopped all your meds including your thyroid meds the levothyroxine um all of, did all of those extra symptoms and the extreme pain go away yes so obviously yes. not well not like right away except for the the pain yeah when i did the fasting it went away literally wow. like within two days but everything else gradually got better. I got more energy. I um, my skin wasn't as dry. So my that was just by cutting back. out gluten, just yes. gluten. Just gluten. Started feeling better. Okay. Yep. Yep. And not taking the meds. Mm -hmm. um, I looked into uh, some meds are coated with gluten, mm -hmm. and I think the thyroid medicine is as well. I I could be wrong. I don't know. Look it up, but um, 
so it's very like okay well I was like just ingesting all this stuff that's making more harm to me you know mm -hmm. so I, I still feel that like I think I told you when I I, I, I you know we um, we message each other that it's I'm still in a path to to you know better myself and oh yeah and then you know it's a never-ending situation yeah. where I always have to be mindful what I eat mm -hmm. and um and just you know be good to my body <laughs> whether it's the yeah. exercise and the sleeping and the water intake and and all this stuff you know but I still I, I still am tired from time to time <laughs> okay. but it's not the same it's not the same wow. when they did finally they did the uh they did blood work when I told my doctor I stopped taking the medications. Um, it was six months of not taking it. And I asked her to please do blood work. She immediately told me that I shouldn't have done that, that I have to take take my pill that day. I told her I am not going to take a pill until you tell me what is my baseline. I need to know. Please take my, my blood work. She finally agreed. She just sent me a little email saying, you're fine. Everything's fine. Everything's normal. So, <laughs> wow. so it's amazing to to see how when I've heard, oh, once you take your meds for thyroid, when once your thyroid's messed up, it's messed up forever. You know, that's what I not necessarily. But before I forget, I need to rewind. So yeah. my favorite part of that whole story is that you just it's like it's like you looked from the outside perspective in on everything that you were going through. And I love that you talked about the cascade of medication. Um, you know, like you said, the, this does this, and then you got to take that and and that, that snowball that you can get so easily trapped in, mm -hmm. um, by the system, if you're not careful. And a lot of people just think that's normal nowadays. Um, but it's not like, we're not meant to take all that medication. And so I love that you really stood firm in your intuition to do what was best for your body. And you knew, and you, and you honored yourself and had the courage, like you said, to stand up to her because there are some mean ass doctors that will get in your face. They will yell at you. I've had so many experiences like that. I know that it can be hard and yeah. they want to use fear tactics. They want to scare you. They want to manipulate you, but you stood firm and you were like, no, I refuse to do this. You, you, you followed your rights as a patient and you were like, I will not do anything else you say, unless you prove it to me through my labs, basically, that this is what I need. Yeah. So I, that's, that makes sense now when you said to me in your message, um, or, and just, you know, at the beginning of like having to be a patient advocate, um, you have to be so, so strong and stand yeah. up for yourself. So that gave me goosebumps just so you know, when I heard <laughs> that, um, but what were you saying about the medication? So you've heard that when you start thyroid medication, you can't ever go off of it. And it's something you have to be on forever. That's what I've heard. So 
I'm actually really glad you brought this up because this is something that I get asked all the time. Maybe not asked, but more like, I really want to go off my medication. Do you think I can? Or I really want to go off my, my medication. You know, like they're asking me, like, do you think I can do that? And as a coach, I don't have the degree. I don't have the, you know, the sort of the license. I'm not a doctor. I can't say, yeah, go off your medication. I can get sued for that. Right. But um, I know from my own journey, I was on medication, Armour Thyroid for um, 13 years. Wow. Maybe 12. Because even though I put my diagnosis into remission, um, I was scared to come off my medication because it is a stimulant. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know this. It is actually... Um, that's why when you get too much, um, a lot of the people with too much medication will have like the heart palpitations. I mean, think about what a stimulant is. Think about what coffee is, um, kind of the same things, right? So it is, it's, it's, you get dependent on it, right? Your thyroid can get dependent on it, meaning, um, it's, it's mimicking those hormones. So your body thinks it has all of what it needs, but it really doesn't. And so your actual thyroid gland, if you, if you haven't had a full removal can become like lazy Mm. because it's getting basically tricked out by the meds. And, but I do know from my own experience that you can slowly wean off of the meds if that's what you want with your doctor um and there are and can be withdrawal symptoms which could be like really bad fatigue you know think about it again you're coming off a stimulant what is it like coming off of caffeine (laughs) right yeah so i'm you know that's 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 just the only thing i can think to compare it to but um so i definitely want to put the message out there that it's not like something you're cursed and committed to the rest of your life. Um, I fought tooth and nail just like you to go through a natural process and to be able to support myself first, figure out everything that was going wrong with me and then be able to support it naturally in order to get to the point to where I could handle coming off my medication. And I have as well. And, um, it's so freeing, isn't it? Yes, for sure. Yeah. You just yes. almost feel like that little, that little leash, you know, mm-hmm. is gone. It's like, when you don't, when you, when you're not worried about that anymore, you don't, you don't have to do all those labs anymore. You're not in that rat race of like doctor's appointments and labs and medication and refills. And like, did I take it? And now I got to check it. And one of my numbers, you know, there's so mm-hmm. much stress Yes, that comes along with that. For sure. Yeah. So that's a really great story. So have you been able to, um, like lose weight and keep your weight in control and all the other symptoms? Like how's your depression and how's your weight and all the the other symptoms that you were dealing with? So the weight, um, I was really bloated. I 
would like to share with you a picture. I obviously I can't sure. remember, but I would. I'm gonna share it with you on my Instagram. Okay. In my phone. Oh, I don't have it with me right now. Oh, you mean later? Oh, okay. Later, yes, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Um, but yeah, you can see the difference of the. It was the bloating. It was like insane bloating, and I, like I said, I'm still in my path. Yeah, I still have um some some weight to to lose, but I definitely feel better, feel healthy, stronger. Um, because now I am exercising that has helped my depression immensely. Mm -hmm. I can definitely tell you I don't have depression <laughs> at all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in a really good uh, mental place right now. It's awesome. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, the, you. Thank you so much. The just, just the so being able to like take care of my body and being in control, like you said, not having that stress of the medicine. What medicine did I take or did not take? Did I take my depression and medication and all this, all these things? Um, even within COVID, I was still able to, you know, Man. find a way, yeah, to not not get sucked into it again, you know. And yeah. Uh, yeah, really happy that I was able to do that. And I hope a lot of people who are listening you know, have that, that hope that they can do it too. You know, it's not, it's hard, but it's doable for sure. Like to just. Yeah. Cause depression is depression. My gosh. I mean, there's so many areas that cause depression. So many, I mean, like so many factors that come at you, you know, not just, not just dealing with doctors, the meds, the labs, the stress. I mean, I remember when I would get my results, I would sit at my table for like hours. You know, if it was like, we did like a full CBC panel, you know, and you get like 10 pages of results and I would Google every single line and write everything down and was just like neurotic about it. And, and it almost like becomes your identity too, you know? And it's just so hard to see past your illness and it starts slowly caving your life in on you. And I don't know if you experienced this, but like, like myself and a lot of people I talk to, they, they, they start feeling so isolated because um, the people around them are tired of hearing about their problems. Hmm. That adds to your depression because then you feel like you don't even have anyone to talk to you about what you're going through. Like you have to just suck it up and keep it in. Mm -hmm. And then the anxiety that comes from everything we just talked about too, on top of the symptoms leads into the depression. And for me, I don't know about um, you, but I started really practicing journaling mm. and I do a sort of meditation in the morning actually, whenever I feel like I need it, maybe sometimes even two times a day where it's like, I'll just sit on the floor in a quiet room and stretch. Mm. Um, I don't have, do you stretch often like before your workouts? I stretch every morning. I, I tend to get my sciatic nerve uh, problems. So now I have um, to by law <laughs> yeah. stretch every morning or else my body gets stiff. Yeah, so it, it's normal for it to stiffen over time. And so 
Do you ever, when you're stretching in the morning, do you ever feel your body almost go like, ah, <laughs> for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so it's like, there's just, it's such a, it can be for me, such a, a time of reflection and self-love. I, I'll sit on my floor and stretch and, you know, say like, I love my body. I'm so grateful for my feet. I love my energy. I'm grateful for my good night's rest and just really repeat those like self-love affirmations kind of mixed with things that you want out of your health. Like I'm so grateful for my high energy. I'm so grateful for my toned, sexy body. I'm so grateful for my cute butt. You know, like whatever it is you're trying to achieve, if you speak it out loud, it makes it more powerful, right? Um, so if you, I, I, I kind of combined all these different worlds with like a stretch, deep breathing and affirmations all at the same time. And it is, that has been such a good tool for me to be able to get my depression from the thyroid situation in check. And um, you, when you're exercising, you're deep breathing, mm -hmm. which is also a part of a, you know, that flow, that release you get from your depression and your stress. Yes. What's your favorite kind of exercise? So I practice Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Ooh, <laughs> how long have you been doing that? Um, so I started before I got pregnant and then I got a C-section, so I had to stop. And it's been on and off now for five years. Awesome. I don't, is it like karate where you have levels? Oh, yes, it is a karate where you have levels. I'm still white belt because I have not been consistent, but uh, I am determined to stay consistent this time. And it's definitely definitely my favorite. It, it's not just a body workout, it's a mind workout. And I think that's amazing. So it's a wonderful thing to, to learn as a woman too, on self-defense. Oh, I was gonna say, how is it a mind workout? Because, oh, because you're learning a lot of self-defense moves? Yes, so you're learning how to counteract whatever the person throws at you then you can say oh well I'm going to do this move to counteract that move and mm. it's very much, much like chess that's neat yeah I didn't know that I have a jujitsu studio down the street for me oh uh, I, I anyone who can please go ahead and try it I it's not for everyone because I understand that everybody wants to be close and sweaty to other people <laughs> <laughs> But it's definitely, it's, it's worth it if, if you're into it. It's amazing. Yeah, that's very cool. So besides for the awesome jujitsu, now I can call you, I'm going to have to give you a nickname or something <laughs> cool. I, I mean, you're already warriors. And I'll come up with it and message you. Um, so gluten-free, working out, those two have tackled the majority of your, your well, and ditching all the meds. Um, is there anything else that you could share that you may do that's helped, helped you overall? Or would you say those are the main tools? I, I say a lot of water. <laughs> Don't forget your water. That helps tremendously for everything. The dry skin, mm -hmm. you know, just even uh, 
sometimes even overeating it happens i don't know with the stress you know you're stressed or you're depressed and you want to overeat you, you know you have your enough water throughout the day that also helps it's a great tool i think so yes so because i've oh, i was always a soda a soda junkie mm. but i knew i shouldn't drink soda so i never actually did drink soda but I tried like a lot of the alternatives. Have you ever heard of like Zevia or any of those soda alternatives? You know, I, like, yeah. like soda water. I really like the, the bubbles and the, the fizzies, right? Mm -hmm. But it got pretty dang hard to find anything that wasn't just completely full of crappy chemicals. So water's great and all. And I drink a lot of lime water, a lot of lemon water, but it still can get kind of boring, <laughs> right? And you want to switch it up. So in order to uh, switch it up, but not bombard myself with aluminum and other gross chemicals, um, I do tea. I'm like a tea junkie, caffeine free. Um, and so tonight on my stories, I, I was showing everyone this new tea. It's called a cup of sunshine. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's one of my new faves. And it's like $5 and you get what, like 12 tea bags. So you're, you're getting the benefits of all the herbs mm -hmm. within the flowers, within the tea. And you're not bored of water, but it's water. <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> so that's my happy medium. But I love that you said that. Yeah, there's just still cross so much chronic dehydration out there and just to add on top of that, I know everyone loves their coffee. I know a lot of people even love their monsters, their rock stars, their energy drinks, you know, um, caffeine, caffeine is a very easy go-to drink for people that are, are sick, especially when you don't have that energy and you're dying and you just want to boost, you know, it's like, oh, I'll go get a coffee. Oh, I'll make a coffee. Oh, I'll grab a soda, whatever. Um, besides all of the other reasons that everyone knows not to drink those things, it is, it robs your water out of you. So you could sit and drink tea that is caffeinated, but it's actually dehydrating you at the same time. And have you ever drank so much caffeine, if not, it's okay, or like maybe two cups of coffee instead of one or two sodas instead of one, and then you actually feel like cotton mouth, like, like so thirsty. Oh, yeah. It's because it's <laughs> actually literally taking the water out of your cells as you drink it and dehydrating you. So if you are caffeinating, try to keep it to like one cup, one cup of coffee a day um, because anything over that doesn't matter how much water you drink. It actually is almost, it, it really is 10 times harder to properly hydrate when you have that caffeine in your system. And okay. So, but if you are going to drink all that coffee, <laughs> because I know you guys do, there's two, <laughs> two tools you can use in order to hydrate yourself better. The two best hydration tools you can possibly use beyond water is 100% coconut water and celery juice. 
So if you wake up in the morning and you're just like, wow, I feel so thirsty, drink some water and then drink some coconut water too, you know? Mm -hmm. So just a little, just a little tip for that. Yeah, me? Yes. Yeah. I love coconut water. It's so good. Yes. Yes. But, but sometimes it's hard to find the one that doesn't have the added sugars or. I know. You know? <laughs> flavors. So just stay away from anything that's like coconut with pineapple or, you know, like, yeah, it just needs to be a hundred percent coconut water. That's it. If it's not that, don't bother. So, um, have you tried celery juicing yet? No, I, <laughs> I just <laughs> <the> celery, <laughs> but I haven't done the juicing. Yeah, but great things about it. Yeah, it's fabulous. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for coming on. I'm really grateful that you're feeling better. And thank you. You you honestly are like glowing happiness. Oh. <laughs> I, I feel like you come off very happy and confident and strong. And I can see all of the things as you were explaining your story. I can see it in your countenance. So keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, giving me this space to share the story. And, you know, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. It's amazing. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And welcome to my community. And now that you're here, there's going to be more fun to come. So awesome. <laughs> I will talk to you soon, sweetheart. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you all so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Miriam. What a sweet, sweet woman. I just loved her. So don't forget that I am always looking for volunteers for this series. If you are feeling so inclined to come on and volunteer your story next, I would love that. I love meeting you guys. I love hearing what you've been through. I love being able to throw my little tidbits of information and education in there as well. I learn from you as much as you learn from me, and I appreciate you for that. If you have any other questions, you can contact me at coachsharejoy.com. Feel free to look at all of my free, free resources on my links and resource page, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.